0: Alright, so now, we're going to do announcements, and then we're going to take up an offering, and then we're going to do communion, correct? Okay. No kids' church today. Because I want to release a word over the church, and over all of you, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, announcements. Wednesday night prayer meeting. Right? Wednesday night prayer meeting, 7 o'clock. Mom and Ed's house. Okay? So we go down to the, we go down to the, or here. But if we're not here, go there. Okay? Just to let you know. If we're not here, go there. And I'm telling you, it's a lot warmer down there than it will be here. And it's very warm down there. But praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Um, So Wednesday night prayer meeting. And get ready for a new year. Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas to all of you. And we are looking forward to 2021. Next time we meet, we'll be into a new year. Grace, can you come on down? It's time to take up an offering. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Grace. You all tired from that church clap? <laughs> Not these guys. I'll be out. Father, we thank you, Lord, and praise you. Father, we pray and we ask you, Lord God, that, Lord, that you would release a blessing upon your people. Lord God, as we close out 2020 and look forward to 2021, Lord, we're praying a release. A release, a renewing, outpouring, Lord God, of your Holy Spirit in our lives. And we are just praying that over our finances, Lord God. We're believing For great and mighty things, Lord, we have great plans, Lord God, for this ministry, Lord God. But we know we can't do it without the proper finances, and you know that Julie and I, Lord God, have never taken a salary from the church, Lord God, not once, Lord Jesus. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would continue to bless us, that we can give, Lord God. We have a lot, like I said, a lot of plans, Lord God, and we're believing in big and mighty things. Greater things than we can do, Lord God, that's why we're trusting in you. And we're believing, and we're hoping, and we're praying, Lord God. And we're standing in faith that you can do all things in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, for each person. We pray that you would bless their giving and their tithes. Lord God, we pray that you would prosper them in their homes financially, spiritually, Lord God, and physically, Lord Jesus. Lord God, and we just pray this over your people in Jesus name. Amen. Julie, you want to come down because you want to do the We're going to take communion? I'll pass them out..: I got it.: you want to use this?
1: I got a new book. I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> you have the scripture, right, Joe. Luke 22, 20 and, was it 20 and 21? Okay. All right, so one of the things that we are, we've done is we've got new communion cups because I am freakish about communion. I love communion. And I know and I believe that the Lord gave me a revelation. Mom and Ed are looking at me like, we've heard this so many times. But God has given me a fresh revelation on communion and its purpose and its meaning. And I'm still looking, I'm seeking, I'm searching, because the Lord says he's going to reveal the mysteries in the end. And I know that this is a mystery, this is a supernatural phenomena that the Lord Jesus himself gave to us before he was taken, the night that he was taken to be crucified. It was literally the last thing he did with his disciples before he went to the garden. And uh, the Lord, just a quick testimony. So the Lord's been speaking to me about communion for a couple of years. And I went into Barnes & Noble. And I always look at the diet books quickly and then walk past. (laughs) But I, I was looking at the books, which is so funny now that I think about it. Because I'm looking at this pile of books and it says remember what it says it says um healthy something about healthy eating you know for i can't remember the name of the book but it was like a it looked like it was a diet book like how to eat for healthy living blah 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 blah, blah. so of course it caught my attention (laughs) and so i look at it and then i i look at the bottom and it says through the holy communion or you know something like that so i was like oh every time I go to Barnes and Noble, well, not every time, but several times, (laughs) even though it's a bad place sometimes, but the Lord has given me words and given me books. And this was a time, and it's a book on the communion uh, written by Joseph Prince, who got a revelation from the Lord for himself and his church. And um, so I took it, I read it, And have read it a few times, just still feeling this yearning, like, okay, Lord, this is beautiful and I love it, but there's more. And I know that for us here today, we'll always have that feeling. We're always going to want, as we get closer and closer to the Lord, we want more. We want to know more. We want to know. But this is the one thing that he's given us, where we have to have that faith rise up. We have to have that faith rise up that says, I'm doing this because Jesus told us to do it. He told us to do it. And think of it. If it was the last time you were going to see your family and you were going to be gone and you wanted to leave them something that would be helpful to them, that would be... Communion brings healing as we have faith to believe the body and blood of Christ as we partake. It brings healing to our body, our soul, and our spirit in ways that you can't imagine. You may not feel it. You may not have the feeling. But just ask for the faith and be obedient to the words of Jesus. When he said to his disciples and to a group of people who were following him, you have to drink my blood and eat my body. And he lost many followers that day. They left him, right? You guys know this. They left him, but he was telling them a truth. And, uh, you know, as we partake of the body and the blood of Jesus through the simple cup and the bread. And that's, you know, that's the beauty of Jesus. He never made it hard. He never made us do impossible things. He made it available. He made it every day. He made it so if you're home and you're stressed out, you can go get some bread and some juice and you can dedicate it to Jesus and take it and you could be healed or your family can be healed. And so we are going to be faithful to this and um, just let God do what God's going to do. We don't know. That's the exciting part. But we can look forward to it. And as you follow him in this act of partaking of Holy Communion, the word says, don't be frivolous about it. They, they got to the point in the scriptures where they made it a meal and they were bringing people in and they were drinking lots of wine <laughs> and lots of bread. And they were getting so much wine that they were getting drunk. And Paul said, don't do that. Don't do that. This isn't human. This isn't a human meal. This is a God divine ordained act of God, a supernatural thing. And that's all that matters. And a lot of people over different religions and different faiths, Joseph Prince talks about his whole church would walk down to take communion. And he heard the message how a lot of people died and got sick. And he was afraid that he was unworthy. And so he would walk up and then walk away (laughs) because he didn't want to die and get sick. But that's not the meaning of that either. Think of it this way. People died, they got sick. They need to take communion. It's part of the communion. It's the healing that comes through the, the blood in the body. The blood in the body of Christ, given for us, shed for us. And so here we are in this little room with this little cup, and let's just ask the Lord to... Let faith rise up. Let faith rise up. And look for him in this. Look for him in this this week. When you're home, if you want more cups, I can get you more cups. And they're, I just love those little cups. And you can take communion at home. You can open the word and just come before him. And, and uh, it can be every day. Some people take it several times a day as the Lord speaks to you. So let's read the scriptures together um, from Luke 22, verses 20 and 21. You want to stand while we read the word? Let's stand in honor of the word. Here we go. In the same way, after the supper... He took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. So let's right now, before we read the next verse, let's take the cup. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for what you poured out for us. Let it Just fill us with your presence, Lord. Let's partake. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just take a minute and just meditate on him. And if there's anything he brings to your mind, any. Thing that he wants you, he might want you to get rid of something. He might want you to lay down a worry or a fear. Just let him speak to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory to your name. And I pray, Lord, the blood of Jesus over every person here. The blood of Jesus that purifies us makes us white as snow hallelujah we receive it together as a body and then luke 22:21 says let's read that together who is going to betray me is with mine on the table oh no nope, not oh yes yeah, sorry And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. All right, let's partake together. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. For your body that was nailed to the cross, that rose again in victory for today. And Lord, help us this week to walk in your victory. And we praise you and we thank you together. And we all said, Amen.
0: Praise you, Jesus. If you guys want to take some communion cups home with you, we have probably about 180 of them left. (laughs) So you're welcome. I'll leave that open right there. So you're welcome to take as many as you like home. If you want to take communion home with your husband, you could take a couple extra for them too, for him too. Or boyfriend, I heard, possibly. We're just trusting and believing God. Great, great things. 2020, 2021. praise the Lord. This is the last week of the year I think that we'll be together, well besides Wednesday, for those who come on Wednesday night prayer meeting. And I know that's in my heart in my wife's heart is to start a woman's prayer meeting. right? What, what are you going to What are you calling it war horses? right? War horses. That's one name kicked around. And I was thinking about starting a men's group, too. You know, or getting somebody to help lead that up. Because I know I'll get busy again here. I'm already too busy, but... Anyways, trust the Lord. So, I just was kind of reviewing this morning, the year, last year. And thinking of a word to release for 2021 over the church. And I was just thinking about how last year, around this time, everybody was excited. Everything was doing great. You know, the stock market was screaming high and they were breaking all kinds of records. Unemployment levels were really low. That was breaking records, you know, and optimism in our country was really high. We were all excited about starting the new year. I know I was excited about it, thinking about our business you know the landscaping business and uh, we come we came off a pretty good year the year before you know we were finishing up a pretty good year 2020 and looking forward to 2021 but prophetically i remember that i remember talking about the year prophetically 2020 was the year of vision you know 2020 2020 vision the year of vision and boy was it ever a year of vision huh <laughs> The virus came. When it hit us, it all locked us down. I think it was the first time in my lifetime that, uh, that I've ever experienced a total lockdown of the pretty much the country. You know, I know in our states, it was a total lockdown. When the virus came, I don't know, was there ever a lockdown? Do you, anybody else remember a lockdown ever? I mean, I know... Mom and Ed, you were in World War II. Mom was. She, I don't think she remembers any lockdown. She was young, though. Too little, probably. But we did get our eyes opened up, didn't we? It really opened our eyes to just how vulnerable we really are as humans. As, as people. It opened my eyes to You know, when the virus first came out, everybody thought we were going to all die. You know, because nobody knew what this virus was all about. You know, we all thought a third of the population of America was going to go. And that's like 100 million people is what they were scaring us with. So it made us open our eyes to see how vulnerable and how fragile our lives really are, for one. It also opened my eyes to realize how much control the states have over the people? You know, we really, uh, when you think about it, and you and you think, and you you know, and even still, the stuff they're saying now, you know, we really had little control, and a lot of our a lot of our leaders were led by fear instead of by faith. You know. So 2020 did open our eyes. It opened our eyes to our vulnerability, how much control the states have, how much our government, how deep the swamp really is in our government. But, and I don't know about you, but I'm pretty glad 2020's gone. I'm pretty glad, you know, I don't have any remorse of seeing, I don't care if I got a year older. I don't have any remorse of 2020 going. I'll take the extra year, as long as 2020 is gone and in the past. Amen? Amen. But on the 18th of September, in the Jewish year, we entered a new year, the year 5781. Well, the 5780 was not just another year. It uh, fifty seven eighty is also the letter. It, it's called the um, the word pay like P E Y, but it also is the letter. It looks like a boomerang on the Jewish calendar, or the Jewish uh, alphabet. And its meaning is to speak, to blow, word, speech, or breath. Now we why I'm saying this about fifty seven eighty. It's because we're carrying over that same word into 5781, according to the Jewish calendar. And it's funny, because that word was for 5780, but look at how the devil got a hold of that and tried to shut us right down, and actually did shut us down, shut the churches down. Masked us. When that, when, when that word pay for 5780 means to speak, to word, to breathe, to blow. And think about what hap- actually happened. The devil got a hold of it and didn't want us to speak up, did he? And he amassed us, shut our churches down. I found that very interesting as I was doing the research on that this morning. he wanted to silence us and it's not silence though anything i've ever learned or taught about the christian religion it's not to just be silent silence doesn't bring about reality into being correct if we don't pray right If we don't pray, then God doesn't hear our prayers. And the hand of God doesn't move. It's the words that we speak that brings change. It changes things all around us. Words have power and have meaning. And words are powerful. And it's what you speak out of your mouth to others could be either edifying or encouraging, or it could be destroying. And with the pandemic, they actually tried. The enemy actually hates us so much that he tried to silence us with this pandemic. And I think what's happened is now our eyes are being opened The 2020 vision might be delayed a little bit. But our eyes are being opened up now. And our God is opening up our minds and our hearts to see what's really going on out there. So that what? So that we can speak. So that we can stand up against it. Right? And now with hindsight... We can look back on last year as a big eye opener. See, we need to see when I was in the service, I was trained to be a scout. My job was to go out and find the enemy, not to engage in the enemy, but to find the enemy, to report back his strengths, his numbers, his weaknesses. That was my job. When I served. And. It's easy to have hindsight because you've already gone through it. We need to be praying for foresight. Before things are moving, before things are happening, we need to be listening to God because God knows all things before they even happen. And he knows what you're going to say before you even say it. So we need to start praying for foresight. So I want to release foresight on all of you. So that way you would know ahead of time before the enemy moves. So that we can counter his move. So that we can be prepared and that we can prepare the army of God. And we can warn the army of God. So we can speak faith into things. I know it's easy to get caught up in negativity. You know, and you just kind of got to like slap yourself and shake it off and say, you know what? No, 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 no. This is not of God. This is of the devil. Devil, stop chirping in my ear. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. I'm a child of God. I'm believing by faith that I can do all things through Christ. That task isn't impossible. Yeah, that's not going to destroy me. That's not going to kill me. Man's not going to harm me. I should not be afraid of man. But I believe as we cross over into the new year, I believe what is going to happen is that God is going to blow on us and he's going to give us a new course for the church. I believe the Spirit has been preparing us for this move through 2020. The Spirit of God has been preparing us for what's to come. You know? We can make it through 2020. We can make it through anything, right? And you're a child of God. You can make it through anything. We should be above. We should be the head and not the tail. But I believe God has been preparing us to move with Him. And the word I want to speak over you is boldness. To move in boldness. And courage and confidence to do what? To speak out on behalf of the Lord. To stand up, to raise a standard. Amen? Amen. Boldness and confidence to speak out in a greater measure of prophecy. A greater measure of the gifts of the Spirit like never before. If you got your bibles in Joel chapter 2 verses 1 or 28 through 36 Joel chapter 2 verses 28 through 36 it says the day of the lord and afterward i will pour out my spirit upon all people your sons and daughters will prophesy in other words they're going to speak out they're going to have boldness To speak what God gives them. Prophecy are about things to come. Amen? That's what I'm believing. That we'll have the boldness to speak up. It says, your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women. I will pour out my spirit on those days. In those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Did't we just see a wonder on december twenty first? We couldn't see it because it was cloudy. But the world saw it, and I saw it all over all over on the phone, Facebook yeah, I don't have Facebook. So my wife has Facebook, so all over on her phone, she was showing me the pictures of the star. Jupiter and Saturn coming together. They call it the Christmas star. Some call it the Bethlehem star. But it's a sign. It's a sign from God. Wonders in the heavens and on earth. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon to blood. We saw that, didn't we? I had a picture on my old phone that had, we took a picture of the blood moon. I remember mom and dad and everybody, we were up there sitting sitting in our yard out there in the middle of the night waiting for the eclipse so we could see the blood moon. Remember? It was pretty amazing. It was a beautiful night. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among the survivors whom the Lord calls. I believe God is raising up men and women of God in these last days who will be not afraid to speak the word of God. Who are not going to be afraid to speak the Word of God. I'm believing that they'll have a boldness, a supernatural outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In 2 Timothy 1, chapter 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power, of love, and of self discipline. Amen? Yes. And we got to believe it. God didn't give me a spirit of timidity. So, spirit of timidity, I command you to go in Jesus' name. I cast you out of this house and out of our lives. We are not meant to be timid, but we are meant to be as bold as lions. Amen. Amen. And we want the world to hear our roar. (laughs) Hallelujah. We need to roar. Because if we don't stand up, then... They're going to walk all over us and trample us down underfoot. foot. Do not be afraid anymore to speak the word of God. 2021 is going to be a year of power, of boldness, and of courage, and of sound mind, and of self-discipline, and of a greater measure of God's love. Amen. I know all of us can use a greater measure of love, especially me. So in Jesus name, I cast out the spirit of timidity and I pray for courage like Joshua and Caleb. You know, actually, this is my prayer for the new year, 2021. Lord, give me the strength of Samson. The courage of Joshua and Caleb, and the heart of King David, and the faith of Abraham, and the love of Jesus. Amen? That's what I'm believing. That's a lot. But I'm a child of God. And I've got my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and I've got an inheritance in heaven that I can't even measure or comprehend. Amen? And so don't you. As a child of God, you got your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's a great thing, because when he opens up that book, and he's going to call you out, and he's going to say, come on over here. Come on, you're on my team. You know? You're on my team. So I've been praying for the strength of Samson, the courage of Joshua and Caleb. The heart of King David. The faith of Abraham and the love of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you that there's long stretch, but I've got faith for it. <laughs> and i got to believe. And you got to believe too. Because with God, all things are possible. But the Lord is going to encourage us. He's going to encourage us. Not just he's gonna he's gonna make the timid strong. You right? He says, when we're weak, he's strong. When we're weak, he's strong. You gotta remember that in my weakness he is strong. And even in my strength, he is stronger yet. God is gonna encourage the timid and the fearful. And it's going to be the Holy Spirit who will give you might and strength. And he'll give you the wind behind your back to press you in forward. Even when it's not comfortable for you, he'll be there pushing you forward. Because he knows it's going to make you stronger. He knows what's good for you. He knows you better than you know, you know yourself. He knows you better than your mama. Let's put it that way. He will use you in bold things. And He's going to fill your mouth with grace. With grace. That's so important. To have your mouth full of grace. You know, forgiveness, peace, love, hope, wisdom, and encouragement. Affirmation and comfort. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with those things. Because those things that you speak out to others really makes a difference. It can either destroy or it can build up. And I want to build people up. You know? There will be another outpouring of the Holy Spirit in these last days like never before. And it's going to be different. It's going to be different. It's not going to be like the charismatic movement. It's not going to be like the other revivals in the past. God is doing a new thing and a new time. And he's raising up new people to do it. We're going to see people stepping down that have been out there for a long time. We're going to see people passing. We've seen people passing the last two years or so. And God is going to raise up new warriors. Because God is doing a new thing. You know, I've read a lot about the world is looking for a reset. They want to do this reset. and Many nations have signed on for this reset thing they want to do. Because they want to go all to one global thing. Well, I'm going to say this. The Lord is going to do a reset in the church. He's going to do a reset in the church. And he's been working at it. He's been moving. He's, God is always moving. He's always working 24-7. He never stops working. Right? Praise God. He never stops interceding. He's up there praying 24-7 on our behalf. Thank you, Jesus. Because I need a lot of prayer. But God is going to do a reset in the church and he's going to purify the church because he's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. Right? That's what the word says. That's what we all know. He's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. He's going to weed out all of those that's hearts aren't right with God. He's going to get their hearts right or they're going to be, they're going to fall away. He's looking for the ones that are pure in heart that love him unabandonedly, unashamedly, that run after him with all they have and all they got. I believe it. That's what's been going on. He's weeding them out, separating the weeds from the wheat. Right? He's at the threshing floor. He's at the threshing floor. And he's got his winnowing fork. And he's throwing it up and the chaff is flying away. God is going to do a reset in the church. And I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what God is going to do in this place. I can't wait. You know, God is already moving. We're hearing things where people are selling their houses and they're moving back to the area so they can come to church here. I look around and I'm like, Okay, Lord, you know, who am I to figure this out? That's true. Selling their house, moving closer so they can come to church. I look, Julie and I talked about it this morning. We're like, are you ready for this? I said, I don't know if I'm ready, but God must be ready, so he'll get me ready. Right? Or he'll get somebody else ready. So God has got a plan. He's working it. You can't rely on man, okay? Let me tell you what. You cannot rely on man. You can't rely on men or women. You've got to rely on God. you got to look to Him like Julie said this morning. You know, when Peter got out of the boat, when he looked at Jesus, he was doing fine. He was dancing on the deep, wasn't he? He was. You know, every time I, I, I hear that song, I think, Lord, you know, I, I remember the time when when I woke up in the middle of the night and the Lord said, Go down there and walk on the pond. And I'm like, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> okay, I said, that's not of God. That's from the devil. And I went back to sleep. I went back to sleep. But I always think about it. And my father-in-law said he had the same thing happen. And I always think about it. I was like, you know, I never would have known if I didn't try it. I'd never, I'd, I'd, and I still, I don't know. I don't know because I didn't try it. What if? Just what if I went down there and walked on the pond and met Jesus down there? Just what if? Maybe he'll give me another opportunity. Maybe I could do it when it's frozen. (laughs) But that wouldn't be faith and wouldn't be right, right? No. Some new leaders, let's see here. Where am I? I'm totally off of this. Notes. Oh. We're not going to rely on man. We're not going to rest in man's shadows. We're going to rest in the Almighty's shadow. We're going to take refuge in God. Right? Don't rest in my shadows. Trust me, I don't cast that big of a shadow. You're not going to find much rest there or comfort there. But you want to rest in God's shadow. Because He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our high tower. You know, read the Psalms. Rest in the shadow of the Almighty. That's where we find rest. That's where we find peace. That's where we find rejuvenation. That's where we find life. That's where we find love, hope, joy, comfort. Knowing that God is there watching over you. Amen? And you're not going to be too young. In this new move of God. Out of the mouths of babes. I don't know how many times I've heard it. You know one thing that's nice about children and babes. Is that. They really haven't been too corrupt yet by the world. And a lot of times they just speak the truth. And they don't have a problem speaking up when they want something. Out of the mouths of babes. Don't be afraid. You youngins to speak up. God can use you. Remember, he used King David when he was just a shepherd boy, and he destroyed a lion and a lamb. He killed them both, and a giant. Mary was only young, 16 years old, Stella's age, when she had Jesus. So God can use you. And don't be thinking that you're too old either, because... Moses was 80 years old when he led the Israelites out of Egypt, when he took them from the grips of Pharaoh's hand. Don't think that you're too old. Look at, look at Abraham and his wife. She had a child in her old age. Was she 90? Something like that. She had a child at the age of 90. Ma, you got another year to go. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so you're not going to be too, you're not too young, and you're not too old to be used by God. So we look forward to this new year with high expectations. High expectations. Let's get our expectations set high. And let's look forward to it. Let's set some goals for the church. Let's set some goals for each one of you, let's set, uh, let's set a um, spiritual goal for your lives. Not that you can ever obtain anything, you know, you can't obtain heaven by it, but you can get closer to God, you can draw closer, you can learn more, you can spend more time with Him in relationship. You get to know your Father in heaven. Let's set some spiritual goals there. Amen. As a child waiting for Christmas morning, we should be excited to see what God is going to do. And how he can use one of us for his glory. Amen. So just like a child waiting for Christmas morning, how you get all hyped up and you have a hard time sleeping. Because you just want to go out and look under the tree at all your presents. You know, God is such a good God. And a good father. He's never going to give you a bad gift. I remember a story when I was a little kid. I told my wife about this. I was kind of a little pistol when I was young. Little guy. And I went over and my neighbors had us over Christmas morning. And I looked up and there was this beautiful model airplane. And I was little. I was probably Ollie's age. Maybe Jackson's age. And I thought, oh. Really? You know, I'm thinking, that's mine. And you gave me a bag of coal. I got a bag of coal for Christmas that year. And I've never, ever forgotten it. Never forgotten it. I got a bag of coal. Like, who would ever give somebody a bag of coal? Especially a little guy. I was so mad. I, I left the house crying. I remember, I left the house crying. My mom left, we all left. Like at that moment, I was like, "I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this neighbor. I'm going to throw an egg at his car again." i you know, because I was a little. You understand? I was pretty bad. Little. I was a little pip. But anyways, never forgot it. God, I'm going to that little story just to tell you. God will never give you a bag of coal, and God's gifts are irrevocable. He's not going to give you a gift, and he's going to say, "I want that back." You know, he's not going to say, "Oh." Here you go. You can have this for a little while. You can rent it from me. But you got to return it when you're done. No. God gives you a gift that's irrevocable. It's yours forever. Forever. It never leaves you. It's always there. Even if you're not walking in the gift, it's there waiting for you. Because God knows that someday you're going to pick that gift up and you're going to use it for his glory. Amen. So this year, let's close our eyes. I'm going to pray and close. So this year, Lord God, I just pray over your people. Lord God, as we come into the new year, that we would have a greater increase of your Holy Spirit, a greater increase of the gifts, a greater increase of boldness and courage to be able to speak up and speak out and speak loud and proud of of your Son, Jesus Christ. Who died on the cross for the whole world, to bring people to salvation, to raise a standard in our house, to raise a standard in this house, right here on Lord Hill of all places, and to believe, Lord God, that you can do all things and that we're children of God. Increase a, a higher level of faith in our lives to believe in the unbelievable, to walk in healing. To walk in signs and wonders and prophecy. Lord God, I pray for that. To walk in healing. Lord God, to, to be able to lay hands on people and believe that they're healed in Jesus' name. And that they are healed in Jesus' name. I pray for this, Lord God, over your people. And I proclaim it over your people as we speak it out, Lord God. As we speak out your word. Lord God, I pray, Father God, for your anointing upon each one here today, Lord God, upon their lives, Lord God, that you would use them for your kingdom and that you have plans for them, Lord. It says Your Word that you, in your word that you have plans for us, each one of us, plans for us to prosper and to be in good health, Lord. And we just are claiming that and we're believing that in Jesus' name. And I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you that we got a new year coming. We're expecting great things from heaven. We're expecting great and mighty things. Lord God, we're praying that, Lord God, that the windows of heaven will be opened opened up over us, over this place, over our homes, our lives. And wherever we go, there's a window open for us to reach up and grasp you, Lord God. When things get going, we can reach up and grasp you, Lord God, and we can stand in faith because the word says, when you have no more strength, just stand. And we're going to stand and we're going to believe in Jesus' name for great and mighty things. And I just pray this over your people today and over all those that hear this message in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. If anybody would like prayer, I'd love to pray for them. Amen? My wife and I will anoint you with oil.